Chibok 2014. 276 girls are jacked out of their rooms, kidnapped from the school grounds. They are mistreated and slaved by Boko Haram. But who or what is Boko Haram? Boko Haram is a jihadist group that focuses on Nigeria, but they also perform attacks in Niger, Chad and Cameroon. They want to form their own Islamic State. They have joined the Islamic State and have ties to Al-Qaeda, but also Taliban and other terrorist groups. The words Boko and Haram have different meanings. Many people believe that Boko means book and education, or in general Western ideas and writings, while others say that Boko stands for fraud and deception, mostly towards Islamic teaching. Haram encompasses everything that is prohibited under Sharia law. That's why Boko Haram often gets translated to education is bad, Western modern ideas are a sin. This shows the ideology behind Boko Haram. By wanting to distribute the Islamic beliefs across Nigeria and its neighborhood, they killed more than 20,000 people and about 2.6 million had to flee. They think that Western education and ideas should no longer prevail there. The Sharia should be decisive. And to achieve that, Boko Haram also frees convicts from prison, kills many politicians and attacks churches. In the beginning, I mentioned the mass kidnapping in 2014. I will now tell you more about it. Boko Haram first got the world's attention by kidnapping 276 schoolgirls from Chibok in 2014. They brought them to an unknown place and then announced that the girls have been sexually abused, raped and after converting to Islam, sold as slaves and then forced to marriage. Some victims were able to flee. Boko Haram was only willing to hand back some girls if imprisoned Boko Haram fighters would get released. More than half of the girls still haven't returned. Mass kidnappings like this continue to happen over and over again. You're probably wondering, why isn't anyone doing something against them? Well, the Nigerian government, but also the government in Chad, Niger and Cameroon, try to combat and fight Boko Haram. But they seem to be powerless. Also, they weren't able to protect their people from attacks and kidnappings. In general, Boko Haram seems to be every state's enemy, but still, they can't manage to press them. Wait a minute. How could a terroristic group like this one even develop? How far into contemporary history can its roots be traced back? Well, for starters, the ideology that the group is practicing nowadays can be traced back to the ideology transfer in 1970s, when Nigeria and its surrounding regions were confronted with the problem of how to cope with drought and hunger. The Gulf states came to the rescue 
as the West had to face its own problems due to the oil crisis. But their efforts were combined with a simultaneous transfer of ideology. In other words, the Gulf states transported their interpretation of the Islam to Africa. Later then, when the West came to help, it brought with it its structural adjustments, as well as the privatization and strengthening of the market principle. Along with this breaking down of the previous structures came a significant social consequence, an imbalance between the Muslim, unsupported North and the more Christian South in which a large part of the financial resources were invested, developed. In conclusion, the northern Nigeria was coined with poverty and lacked a strongly Christian-influenced south in terms of infrastructure and educational level. inequalities have been persisting to the present day and are the reason why the population in the north developed a great frustration. Boko Haram saw in that ongoing frustration an opportunity to turn it into political power for the aim to portray the present state as a reflection of all problems in Nigeria. One could think now that the group Boko Haram has always been a right-wing extremist group, which uses violence as a tool to get its way. However, this is not the case. The original founder in 1995, Abu Bakr Lavan, set up the Muslim Youth Organization in Borno State. The group thrived as a non-violent movement until Yusuf, a charismatic preacher took over its leadership in 2002. Now the aim was not anymore to convert non-believers into Muslims, but the application of the Islamic law as well as a turning away from the Western lifestyle. To fulfill those goals, the frustration of the population served as a pleading ground, and it was precisely because he addressed the concerns of the population, the movement got so popular. Yusuf's followers were mainly individuals from the impoverished northern regions of Nigeria, including unemployed students and clerics alike. Additionally, its adherents have to follow the Islamic exclusivism, which opposes all other value systems. These days, however, the sect is better known as Boko Haram. Thus, it wasn't until 2009 that the group adopted a more insistent approach, which they did by openly challenging the government with steering speeches and taking up violent armed struggle. Yusuf was later executor after he had been captured and imprisoned in police custody. 
Abu Bakr Shekau became then the new leader. The new militant leader set in motion a shocking regime of violence and terror, which continues up to the day now. Those inequalities have been persisting to the present day and are the reason why the population in the north developed a great frustration. Boko Haram saw in that ongoing frustration an opportunity to turn it into political power for the aim to portray the present state as a reflection of all problems in Nigeria. One could think now that the group Boko Haram has always been a right-wing extremist group, which uses violence as a tool to get its way. However, this is not the case. The original founder in 1995, Abu Bakr Lavan, set up the Muslim Youth Organization in Borno State. The group thrived as a non-violent movement until Yusuf, a charismatic teacher took over its leadership in 2002. Now the aim was not anymore to convert non-believers into Muslims, but the application of the Islamic law as well as a turning away from the Western lifestyle. To fulfill those goals, the frustration of the population served as a pleading ground, and it was precisely because he addressed the concerns of the population, the movement got so popular. Yusuf's followers were mainly individuals from the impoverished northern regions of Nigeria, including unemployed students and clerics alike. Additionally, its adherents have to follow the Islamic exclusivism, which opposes all other value systems. These days, however, the sect is better known as Boko Haram. Thus, it wasn't until 2009 that the group adopted a more insistent approach, which they did by openly challenging the government with steering speeches and taking up violent armed struggle. Yusuf was later executed after he had been captured and imprisoned in police custody. Abu Bakr Shekau became then the new leader. The new militant leader set in motion a shocking regime of violence and terror, which continues up to the day now. But their attacks won't stop. For example, in May, at least 20 people were confirmed dead and 24 others injured after gunmen attacked Gajigana village of Borna State on Sunday. The attack happened at about 6 p.m. 
as residents of the farming community in Magomeri local government area were preparing to break their Ramadan fast. Gunmen driving a truck stormed in the village and began to shoot indiscriminately. Another example also happened in May. Boko Haram terrorists and several gun trucks were attacking Dabshi community in Yobi state, forcing many residents to flee for safety into nearby bushes. Dabshi was attacked on February 19, 2018, by insurgents who abducted 110 schoolgirls from the dormitory at Government Girls Science and Technical College. Also, in March 2020, Boko Haram fighters attacked the town and killed seven policemen. The residents can no longer live there in peace. Another example also happened in May. Boko Haram terrorists and several gun trucks were attacking Dabshi community in Yobi state, forcing many residents to flee for safety into nearby bushes. Dabshi was attacked on February 19, 2018, by insurgents who abducted 110 schoolgirls from the dormitory at Government Girls Science and Technical College. Also, in March 2020, Boko Haram fighters attacked the town and killed seven policemen. The residents can no longer live there in peace.